Thank you. Everything from creation to Calvary is all about relationship. It's all about your relationship. How much he loves you and how much he wants to be in relationship with you. Participation as we worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. 
loved us for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life service to lift you up, Lord. We drove 
from our perspective places to magnify you, Lord God, to give you glory, to give you honor, to give you praise this morning. Lord God, we're here to say thank you. We're here, Lord God, to say I love you. We're here to worship you, to worship you, Lord God, in the beauty of holiness. Lord God, to exalt your name together. Bless you, Lord God. Lord, we're here, Lord God. We're here. We're here, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Let's praise him. Let's praise him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Take a deep breath and exhale a praise to your God. Bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I believe if our mothers was here, I believe if our fathers was here, if our loved ones was here that have, that have crossed over, they would say, praise the Lord. They would say, worship him. Oh, how great he is. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mighty God, mighty God. Mighty God, mighty God. Bless you, Lord God. There are voices all over the world right now that is praising the Lord. There are voices all over the world right now that are giving Him glory and honor. Hallelujah. Night and day they're giving Him praise and magnifying Him. Bless your name, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Sunday morning live that is SML inside the pages 
with me, Pastor Carl Henderson, and I just thank God for your presence. It's presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. So if you're nearby, you know, stop in and give us a wave. Stop in and say hello. You know, let us know how the Lord is blessing you. And, you know, certainly we are, we believe the word of God. We're living by the word of God. We're, we're bold. You know, people are bold about so many things, but are you bold about your salvation? I'm not talking about being dogmatic. I'm just mean being bold. In other words, you resist the devil. You and he flees because you're calling on the name of Jesus. You you oppose sin. You oppose unrighteousness, no matter how good it might feel, no matter how uh, entertaining it might be. There are times that you have to take a stand and just say, no, this is wrong, and this is what's right, and I'm going to I'm gonna stay with what's right. Bless you, Jesus. And so certainly we thank and praise God, and I, I pray that wherever you are, whatever you're doing uh, at this moment, uh, that you are blessed, that you are blessed. Listen, we're coming to the end of the consecration. The consecration uh, ends on the, on the 28th, and, you know, I, I have had to... Uh, step back and laugh a few times through the consecration uh, because it's just like when the rain came, Elijah told them that it was going to rain, that it was not going to rain, I'm sorry, that it was not going to rain. Well, he had to deal with that too. You know, the, and so when, uh, when there was a famine, the prophets had to deal with the famines. They had to deal with whatever, in other words, whatever you're dealing with, whatever those feelings that you have from time to time, the minister also deals with that too. And all of us have to, we make a choice and we stand upon what we said. You know, the Bible tells us it's better to, to, uh, to not make a vow than to make a vow and not keep it. Let's keep our vows unto the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost with that. Bless your name, Jesus. Let's keep our vows that we have made unto the Lord. It's so important that we want God to keep his word. Let's keep our word as well. And so this consecration is coming to an end on the 28th. And the Lord say the same. We have a, a guest speaker on, um, on the 28th next Sunday. You know, and I want you to pray and Lord, remember, remember your ministers. Pray for the ministers. Pray for the leaders of secular society. Pray for your bosses. Pray for folks. And most of all, ask God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on your part on how to deal with people. I've had to do it, and I believe it is the best advice that we could ever give to one another, and that is to ask God for wisdom. The Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask God. And so that's what we're doing. We're asking God for wisdom. You know, I, I had a, uh, and I'll, I'll share this with you on, uh, I was, uh, we were talking about money. Money is something that, that all of us need to understand a lot better. And, you know, a few years, I, I'm not that far um, age-wise, but I'll just say the few years that God has given me on this earth, um, I haven't learned enough and I, and I think that and there's so much more to learn and there are others that are specialized in certain fields, you know, they're called analysts. Now I'm an analyst by trade, uh, but a software, I work with software creating and developing solutions and reports and uh, KPIs as well as uh, maintaining and managing the database, and, uh, you know, so, but there are analysts that specialize in charts about money and different things and there are terminologies that that I did not know and I started looking and understanding some things a lot clearer and some of you may have already ventured down that path yourself but we're talking about wisdom and knowledge and understanding and so I came across something that I had a little bit of knowledge about but I didn't practice wisdom with that knowledge and so that was an uh, investment opportunity that since that investment it, it rose, so I missed out on uh, on stacking a little more chatter. You know, a little cheese uh, was missed out on. I say that to say we need to get wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and then act upon it. Not just have it and don't use it because that doesn't make sense. But we need to use what God has given 
and there's so much here, so many blessings here within the time that God has given us that we need to uh, be involved with. We need to be involved with. And so uh, I, it is really impressed upon me that we hear the voice of God. We need to hear his voice. David, before he went out to battle with the Philistines, he, would ask, he asked the Lord uh, before they went up to battle, should I go? Uh, and the Lord let, would let him know, yea or nay. You know, and there are certain things as we get ready to do or we have a thought, we ought to pray and ask God, uh, should I go? You know, and the Lord will let us know, yea or nay. He may let you know in a dream. He may let you know through a conversation. He may let you know through the spoken word. And so we want to be mindful of those things uh, that because God is with us and he's with us so that we can live a sanctified life and be blessed. You know, uh, there's more to that, and I, I'll go into that another time. But, but right now, I want to. I'm going to ask you to, before we go into the Word of God, I'm going to ask you to sing a little bit of this song with me. And you, you may already know it, you know. But if not, just listen a little bit, and you'll you'll catch on to it. And so, um, yeah, this particular song is, is played often, and you know. But let's let's just go ahead and, and magnify the Lord with it.
just wanted to sing a little bit of that, you know, I, I just, time to time, I just feel the need to, to sing and maybe outside the shower, you know, outside the, the presence of the car, you know, just to give God some praise and to give him honor with my voice. You know, I just feel that that's important. And sometimes the song is there. There are other songs that I like, but I can't really sing it. I won't even try to sing them because I just feel that it would be an injustice in your presence. So I sing them privately. But <laughs> but you and you may feel the same way about uh, certain songs, you know. But certainly, uh, just want to just let the Lord know how much I love Him, how much I appreciate Him, just like you. You know, he's my hero. The Lord saved me, and he has done a great work in my life. He has done things in my life that time is not going to permit to talk about, but the best way I can express it is by living. It's by living holy unto the Lord, by yielding to do his will. That's the best expression gratitude that we can have. I want to direct your attention to 2 Samuel, the 6th chapter, the 11th verse, chapter, uh, 2 Samuel, chapter 6 and 11. 2 Samuel, chapter 6 and 11 on your devices, paperback, whatever you're using. I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, not going to bore your patience, but the word of God says, and the ark the ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. Three months, three months, three months. And the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. And the ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. Three months, and the Lord blessed Odom Edom and all his household. Let me say that again. And the ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obed Edom, the Gittite, three months, and the Lord blessed Obed Edom and all his household. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace this morning. Lord God, for blessing us to rise up that we may give you honor and praise, Lord God, one more time. Lord, we know that this day is filled with benefits, that your blessing is here, Lord God, that you have established it here for us specifically. Lord God, when we honor you, Lord God, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Lord, I ask that you would bless those that are sick in their body, those that are listening from their perspective places. Lord God, that you will bless them as they, as your word enter into their ears, into their hearts, into their spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible tells us that the ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obed-Edom, and it was there for three months. And while it was there, it blessed him and all his household. Now, uh, if Obed-Edom was here today, he would say, I believe that he would say, I'm blessed. And I believe that he would say, the covenant is with me. And that is the reason that I am blessed. Obed-Edom named me servant to Edom. So servant to the Edomites. Uh, servant. So there's some affiliation uh, that may be there. Uh, since he has the name, you know, names carry uh, meaning and uh, people did not just receive names like they do today, you know, uh, as we joke so much about the names that we see and have heard, you know, um, and I'm not going to go into that, but you can use your own imagination uh, what uh, names may come up from the hood, you know, what names may come up, you know, from your nieces and nephews, brothers and sisters. Uh, that is uh, phrased a little, to give it a little more punch, you know, a little more uh, dynamic. And, and so, but uh, then in that day, they did not just give names for, uh, for any reason, but the name had a meaning to it. And there was some relationship to the name, to whatever it was given to that particular child. 
And so and not much is known about him and his household. Uh, they were farmers uh, uh, for that day. And, uh, you know, and they, they had various tasks. They were doorkeepers. And, uh, and so they played different roles just like you and I. And so uh, uh, the exception of his day, uh, the thing that made the difference in Odom Edom is that he had the covenant of God at his house. How about you? Do you have the covenant of God at your house? I'm not talking about a brick and mortar house. I'm not talking about that kind of house. But I'm talking about this house, this house. Just pat yourself on the chest and say this house. I'm talking about this house, yes. Uh, do you have the covenant of God at your house? A covenant is an agreement that involves promises and commitments. An agreement is an arrangement that is acceptable by all parties involved. You know, some of the most common type of agreements are rentals, uh, automotive agreement, you know, uh, credit card and, and various types of loans and employment agreements. Uh, when you enter into an agreement with your employer, uh, for certain benefits, health insurance, dental, and eye care, you know, you, you're entering into it because you're getting a certain uh, uh, annual compensation or monthly or, or if it's a, a day job, you're getting a certain wage for that day. And so you're in agreement for that. Whereas the covenant is a perpetual, uh, everlasting promise. It is a pledge. Uh, let me say that again. Uh, the covenant is a perpetual, uh, meaning everlasting, promise. It is a pledge. Now, we find uh, two pledges that is given to us in Genesis. Whereas, and I, I'll read it like this. The Genesis 2 and 24 says, or identifies the first and a long, a lifelong pledge between man and woman. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. That is a covenant, that is a pledge that is supposed to last as you heard in the vows until death do us part. Uh, and then also in Genesis 2, 16 and 17, it speaks uh, that the covenant between God and man and the Lord uh, God commanded the man, uh, listen to this, saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. Uh, that's a promise, that, that's a fact, that's something that, that's not being made up. It's a, I'm pledging that to you, that if you eat from that tree, of knowledge of good and evil that you have all these other trees that you can eat from you have all the other fruit you have all the other benefits but don't touch that one because in the day that you do that you shall die a promise is presented and when a promise is presented there is also a choice that will be made by the recipient I'm a recipient of a promise that if I if I live right uh, uh, the songwriter used to say, uh, the only way I know you can make it in is if you live right so that you can die right. Uh, as a tree falls, that's how it lays. That's the scripture. And so uh, the only, uh, the, the promise is made, and I'm a recipient of that promise. The promise uh, from the word of God, he said, cast all your cares upon me because I care for you. In other words, I'll do something about it. And so that's a promise that's been made not just to me, but to you as well. Uh, the Lord God said, if you believe on me, as the scripture has said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Uh, so see, there is a promise. There is something that has been presented. And so it is up to us as individuals to believe upon the word of God. While others feared and rejected the covenant. If you recall, uh, recently speaking about this, that, that the wheel started to come off the cart 
and the, uh, there was some activity that occurred and, and there was a death that occurred and, and they took the ark and they took it down to Obadiah uh, house and left it there. Because of a lack of understanding, they missed out. And Obed-Edom became the recipient of God's promise. Someone is missing out on God's blessing. They are fearful. Uh, I don't want the folks to look at me because, uh, because of where I've been. But, but listen, nobody knows where you've been and what you've been doing unless you open your mouth up and start telling it. And so my advice to you is that when you want to get saved, uh, God's not interested in you telling us and giving us a, a, a confession about where you've been and what you've done. He already knows that. The only confession that we need to see is that you said, I'm repenting of my sin. I'm turning from my ways. I believe upon the name of the Lord. Therefore, here I am to have my sins blotted out in the name of Jesus. That's all that we're interested in. You know, that's all that we need to know. We don't need to know uh, anything else. Uh, and so uh, someone is missing out because they, they think you know, somebody didn't explain that to them. Uh, they are, uh, someone else is missing out because of unbelief. They don't fully believe the word of God. Uh, somewhere along the line, someone has gave them or provided them some misinformation. And, you know, I, I had this conversation with my uh, with my mother before the Lord called her home. Uh, we were out, you know, it was, uh, I was out with my mother and we were talking, we had went, we were going to catch a movie and, you know, just having, spending some time, some quality time together. And we began to talk about the Lord. We got to the theater, it was, it was, it was so full, we missed out and we said, okay, we'll come back. But in our conversation, we started to talk about God. And she said, you know, as I grew up, I was told, if you just believe in God, that you're okay. We begin to talk about the scripture and what the Bible said. And about a few days later, I became very ill. You know, I was bedridden, uh, sick with bronchitis. And uh, she went on to church. And next thing I knew, she had went to church. She heard what was being said. She went to church, got baptized in Jesus' name. And began to tarry for the Holy Ghost, and before, and that was and before she left here. This was months, and before she left here, uh, uh, she was enjoying life, and, and her testimony was that I'm walking with Jesus, and, and talking about being filled with the Holy Ghost, and what she was experiencing, the encounter that she was having, and the Lord took her with great joy. Uh, I say great joy because she was excited. She knew she was leaving here, and she was excited. I found letters that she had written to her friends uh, which said that she knew she was on her way to a better place. And she wasn't sickly. Uh, she wasn't sickly at all. But she knew because she had a relationship with God. She came into the knowledge of the truth and she was made free by that and she made a, a sound decision to go on to be with the Lord. And so there are those that, uh, that are missing out on the blessing. They are fearful. They are unbelieving. Mm. They're missing out, but not like uh, they're missing out. Uh, they are non-praisers. They won't praise God. And so they're missing out on the blessing of the Lord. Because the Bible says that he, that he inhabits the praises of his people. And that's why it's so important when we come into the house of God that we praise and we worship him. That's why I'm urging everyone to praise and to worship God in the beauty of holiness because uh, the Father and God is looking for such that are doing that, that are worshiping him, you know, leaving everything else behind. When we prepare for service, uh, there's no time to be thinking about your, your friends. Uh, you know, uh, 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 bless your Lord God. Uh, you know, that friend that you may be talking to, and there's no time to be dealing with that. You know, you're preparing to go to God's house and serve God. Uh, there's no time to be trying to calculate your bills and, and you know, look at all. You don't need that stuff on your mind coming into the Lord's house. Uh, you know, you don't need to be engaging in arguments and different things while you're preparing to offer up the sacrifice of praise. You know, as, as someone uh, uh, so uh, clearly said, we bring the sacrifices of praise into the house of God. 
we bring the sacrifice of praise. And so when you are fearful, when you are unbelieving, uh, when you become a non-praiser in the earth, uh, you, will, you, you will not worship the Lord in the beauty of hope. You forfeit the blessing of the Lord. The Bible says that, uh, that the Lord, uh, oh my God, that the ark of the Lord continued. It wasn't just overnight, but it continued in the house of Obed-Edom uh, for three months. Uh, and we'll find out why later, but, but it was there for at least three months. And the Lord blessed him and all his house. Something happened while it was there. Uh, oh, bless your Lord God. And so uh, in Matthews 13, 55, and it says, is not this the carpenter's son? Is not this, is not his mother uh, called Mary and his brother James and, and Jose and, and, and uh, uh, Simeon and Judas and his sisters? Are they not all with us? Uh, whence then have this man all these things? And they were offered, they were offended in him. But Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, save in his own country and his own house. And he did not many mighty works there because of what? Their unbelief. Their unbelief. Your unbelief will stop God from doing many mighty works. If Obadiah had the Ark of the Covenant in his, in his possession and would have acted in a manner of unbelief, then we, he would not have this testimony today. If you do not believe enough where you are fearful and uh, praised and worshiping of God, then you're going to miss out because of the unbelief. We need to make sure that we all are on the same page there. There is a distorted view embedded in the minds of many. Uh, pictures that don't true uh, that don't truly exist an illusion uh, planted and orchestrated by the father of all lies well let's listen here uh, we know him was the first thing that they claim we're talking about Matthews here that when they looked at Jesus and, and what Jesus was saying and what he was representing uh, they said we know him you know he's just like one of us you know he's a regular guy uh, you know and, and, and so his mother is a regular person and uh, which she is uh, oh, bless you, Lord God. I'm not going there, but, but she is. And, and his, his father as well, and his brothers and his sisters. Uh, we, don't, we don't see any special abilities. You know, this is what people say about you when, you when you start talking about you having the covenant of God in the house. Uh, you know, we don't see any special abilities, so how can he or she uh, do anything? But, but listen, it's not about what you're doing. It's about you holding and retaining the covenant of God within you. It's about you holding and retaining the promises of God within you. Bless your Lord God. Oh, I'm getting excited here. Bless your Lord. And so, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, they may look at you and say, well, that's, that's just Brother Wayne. That's just uh, Sister Maria. That's just, that's just Brother, uh, Brother Albert. You know, that's just Brother. Uh, listen, uh, but uh, uh, they don't know uh, about anything. And, and I know them. You know, I, I remember them. I remember where they came from. You know, I grew up with them. And, and you know, there's nothing special about them. Uh, but, uh, but I bear to uh, make the difference that, yes, there is. Because you keep the covenant of God in the house. So many are missing out, uh, but you and they're missing out on what you are receiving because they, unlike Obadiah and you, are keeping the covenant of God in the house. Oh, bless you, Lord Jesus. And so the ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, three months, and the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and all his house. Can you imagine those of his household when the ground began to change, when the atmosphere began to change? All of a sudden, uh, things begin to change. You know, let's start with this. The character of Obadiah and the household began to change. If he had any servants, the servants started to serve better. Oh, bless you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> The servants begin to serve better. You know, if you had any children, the children begin to act different. Oh, bless you, Lord God. Uh, the wife began to act different. And, and so Edom, uh, over Edom, even himself, 
began to act different. All of a sudden, everything went up to another level. Everybody was more gracious. Everybody was more kind. Everybody had a praise of thanksgiving in their heart. Uh, instead of dragging out of bed, oh, oh, thank you, Lord. Mm. Instead of dragging out of bed, uh, they, they got up out of bread with, with some pep and they stepped and some pride and they strive. Uh, uh, I can even imagine that when they got ready for bed, that, that they got in bed with some anticipation and expectation that, that made things better in the bedroom. Uh, there was some uh, expectation and some things that, that made things better when the children laid down, that, that everybody had a good night uh, and got up the next morning again with, with some pride in their stride and some pep in their step. Can you imagine that in over them in his house and his household? Oh, bless your Lord God. Uh, that that when it was time for them to get up, they didn't they, they looked at, didn't have to look at their clock. They were just on cue that I'm ready for another day's journey. Uh, when the animals began to gain weight, uh, you know, you may not have a farm, but if you do, when the animals begin to gain weight or maybe uh, some interest or some things that you were looking for begin to come in. Uh, everything all of a sudden began to seem a little healthier. And most importantly, your character and your contentment. Oh, let me let me let me say that for, for a moment here. Because the Bible said that contentment uh, with godliness is great gain. And so maybe they just were content. You know, they were happy. Uh, oh, bless your Lord God. The thoughts that they used to think were not plaguing them at that moment. Or they were easier to fight off. Uh, what about the growth of the vegetation? If they are farmers, uh, you know, eating from the, the fruit of the ground, you know, all of a sudden, uh, uh, when they went out, the apples were a little bigger, the oranges were a little bigger, the carrots and potatoes were a little bigger. Uh, those uh, that they did trade with obviously saw the difference because the Bible said that it was reported back to David, thank you, Lord, that Obadiah house and his household was blessed. At, that the ark, where the ark of the covenant was at, things were different in that area than it used to be. Oh, bless your Lord God. When we allow, when we grab hold and we hold on to the ark, when we hold on to the covenant of God uh, within the house, uh, things are going to be different than what they used to be. It changed their lives. The stigma, whether it was mental or physical or some ideology, that followed the house of Obadiah uh, and his uh, and his household, his servants, and all of those had to go away. It had to flee because Obadiah kept the covenant of God at his house. When you keep the covenant of God, people will see the blessing of God on your household. They'll see it from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. They may not understand why, but you do. And that's a reason to give God some praise. That's a reason to lift him higher. That's a reason to magnify him and to bless his name. Hallelujah. While others ran in the other direction, Obadiah embraced the covenant of God. Obadiah and his household welcomed and respected the commandments of God. Bless your name, Jesus. They respected the golden censer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sweet smell that accompanied the, uh, and represented the prayers of the saints. Uh, the Bible tells us in Psalm uh, 141, it says, Lord, I cry unto thee, make haste unto me, give ear unto my voice. When I cry unto thee, let my prayer be set forth before thee as an incense and the lifting up of my hands as an everlasting sacrifice. That's why we pray to God. That's why we lift up our hands so that we receive of God. Bless your name, Lord Jesus, that we fear for him, that we may find him. And then also within the ark was a pot of manna, which was a special treat given in the early morning. Now, that's why early morning we'll seek him. Late at night we'll seek him. When we lay up on our beds, we're going to seek him. And we're going to allow a praise to extend from us. And so they had the elect of God. 
and the disciples, they missed out uh, because they ran from what they saw. Uh, the Bible tells us that the house of Israel called the name of the of the, the pot, the golden pot, the manna. They, that's where the name manna came from because that's what Israel would call it. And it was like a, a coriander seed. Uh, it was white and the taste of it was like a wafer made with honey. Oh, bless your Lord God. There was in within the covenant, there was a rod uh, that belonged to Aaron. And the Bible said that that rod budded over in Numbers 17 and 8. And it came to pass that on the morrow, Moses went out to the tabernacle of the witness. And behold, the rod of Aaron uh, for the house of Levi had budded. And it brought forth buds and blossom. And uh, it, it yielded almonds. Listen. All of the princes of Israel had received a rod. I need you to get this. Uh, everybody had all the princes, the elders, and the, the mention of, uh, that they had received a rod. However, it was rod. It was Aaron's rod that budded and brought forth an army. Mm. In other words, it was Aaron's rod that displayed favor with God. It was Aaron's rod that showed that God was watchful. It was Aaron's rod that said, God is steadfast, unmovable, that I'm present here in the life of the Levi. I'm present here in the life of the minister. I'm present here in the life of the situation. I'm present here. Why? Because the covenant is in the house. Because the covenant is being taken care of. The covenant is being respected. The covenant is being observed. The covenant of God is here. Bless your Lord God. The Ten Commandments was there. The principles that govern our bodies and souls. The spirit of God, the spirit of man was there. The very thing that we need, the word of God was there. It was there. It was there from the beginning. As we read in Proverbs, he was there all the time. But now it's in the covenant. God has written it out. He's written it out. He's written it out. And everything is combined upon this. Everything is joined upon this. It, it, everything, everything. And so we don't want to break not one. We don't have to. We don't. We can read the commandments of God and not break any of them. We can follow. God has given us something that we can live by for the rest of our lives and be saved. And be saved. Be saved. He called us saints, which is short for sanctified way back then. Uh, that's not a new term from the, uh, in the New Testament. That was God called his elect saints uh, throughout the Old Testament. Let's keep the covenant of God in the house. Obadiah was only able to have it for a little while because when the people saw that the physical presence, uh, the ark, the covenant represented the physical presence. David had desired to bring that back. And so Obadiah was blessed. And that was just three months. What about us? It's been, it's going to be three months. And if the Lord tarry, it'll be longer. But from this moment forth, hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your Lord God. Let's keep the covenant of God. Let's show the same respect that Obadiah, Obed-Edom and his household gave unto the Lord so that we also will be blessed. You're going to be blessed and your house is going to be blessed as well. Listen, I thank God and I'm going to stop with that. Bless your name, Jesus. And I pray that you will just hold on to what has been said and how the Lord will bless you in Jesus name. Our prayer is that something was said which encouraged your heart. If you have not dedicated or need to rededicate your life, this is assuredly the time. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made the same Jesus whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter, to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, 
Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remissions of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. If you have missed any of the messages, please visit ConnectingTruth.org and click God on Demand to access the message archive. Be a blessing and share SMLs inside the pages. We can be heard on iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, just to name a few. We hope to see you here or see you there. Until then, be blessed and rest in the Lord. Songs of our psalmist and to those featured are the respective property of the artist and their producers.
Let's continue to praise the Lord and the leadership of the city governors. As they are opening back up churches and opening back up businesses. And, you know, we want to be holding them up in prayer. They don't know what they're doing. God knows what to do. But as we enter into the house of God, we'll continue to practice as we have done the social distancing. We will continue to practice safety as we should. And most of all, we'll continue to worship and to bless the Lord. Hope to see you here. Hope to see you there. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord.